0: So 2024 is here, and uh, how are you feeling about 2024,
1: Brandon? Feel one year older,
0: <laughs> because the the Man. clock turned over. You feel older. Are you feeling? so Well, how,
1: I just turned 43 just a few days prior. 2024. There it is. So it, it's always. It's like New Year's Eve. It's like a fresh start of old yes. age. <laughs> It's always like yeah, but oh, you're in your go.
0: prime. You're in your prime. This is this is, is the that time to yeah, yeah, man. Forty three. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> you just you just wish. <laughs> hey, hey <laughs> I'm about to turn fifty two. So, and I think I'm still hopefully in in the, the the it's not the twilight years yet. It's still it's a good time. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Twenty twenty four, man. In general, though, how do you feel um, as a believer, as an unfinished people person, um, about New Year resolutions or thinking about New Year's? Is it something for you that you're like, "Ooh, I feel this this kind of reset," or is it like, "Eh, you know"? Because I know people are different on this. We were talking about this yesterday in our staff. Um, Where do where do you land on it?
1: I'm a big reset guy. Okay. It's like to the point where it's like, even if I know I have to reset, like say in October, I'll go, wait, I'll wait for January first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like but it's so like, all the things I, I do... you want to try, you wait for January first to do them. Yeah. At least in my head, that's the way it kind of works. But yeah, I I, I do. I, I love the it's the recalibrating. Like mm-hmm. there's just to me, it's a fixed point. Um, that just does that. And so like even as a church, it's just like, okay same mission let's recalibrate let's refocus what does this look like you know and so there's just something sweet about it i love it Mm -hmm. how about you i am i'm actually the exactly the same i love
0: i've always loved resolutions i've definitely been the what's the new fitness thing i'm going to do when i you know i know there's people make a lot of fun of The people that are like diehard gym rats that make fun of the people that come in January. But I think it's so courageous to go in January and to sign up and to say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to do this. I'm not eating this anymore. We had a really funny moment in our house. So we had like, uh, you know, all the treats that you make for Christmas. And so we had Chex Mix. I made the Chex Mix this year. They were really good, man. We had a big like vat of them, like a tub and cookies (laughs) and all these different candies and stuff. And so Lisa, it was probably January 5th. And so we're standing in the kitchen and um, Caleb's home for J term for um, college. And so we're standing there and she goes, you guys want any more of this? And we were like standing there and there's like, we have this little island in our kitchen. And I said, you know what? I had a great time (laughs) over the holidays, eating all this stuff, but I am going to need to say no.
1: Please yeah. take it
0: away because it was like you walk in and it's, it's just right there, just right mm-hmm. there and grab a handful of Chex Mix. Don't think about the fact that you made it with so much butter and that, you know, like all yeah. that, it's just, it's okay. Just, it's just a little bit. It's probably healthy yeah. in some, some sense.
1: Oh man. Um, grew, it was something we grew up with and my parents would always say, you know, it's okay. It's the holiday. We'll start tomorrow. You yeah. know, like I would, he, no matter what, it was always like that. And you know what? Life's too short. We'll start tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. So come the holiday, man. Like, so when it comes to the unhealth, it's like we have Addie's birthday, the end of October, Chris's birthday, early no, November, Thanksgiving, my birthday, wedding anniversary, Christmas, mm-hmm. New Year's. You're guaranteed to gain pounds yeah. in that span of time, you know? <laughs> and so- <laughs> it's like, man, bad habits, Yeah, you know, but is it really a bad habit or is just like, that's just something that is so ingrained that you just gets unleashed when it, the yeah. potential is there, you know? Yeah.
0: I do think, I think it's fascinating because even it, not just the, so there's the year turnover and that brings up all those maybe longings or desires to like, even this year, I was, I was looking at another pastor, um, John Tyson. He reads 200 books a year. 200. Yeah. I'm like, "Man." And and I'm like, "Yeah, I I read." <laughs> I'm not even, yeah. like so but even there I was like, "Okay, Lord, what if I, you know, let's set a goal, like like what if I could actually get through 30, 40, 50, something like that. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be unique for me since I'm such a grazer. But <laughs> it, it's interesting that we we like to set those things and so there's the turnover in the year and I was just thinking about how it's a little bit built in like with the way the Lord made Sabbath that there's weekly there is a okay let's pause and I wonder if that's also part of it like let's pause to say okay let's look at the week let's think about the next one but we even do it in a 24-hour time period yeah. where maybe we have one of those days where we say we'll start tomorrow but isn't it weird you wake up in the morning it's like okay reset. It's almost mm. like everything resets. Like we all get a chance to start over again in the morning. I feel like there's some some sort of biblical pattern kind of thing that God's put in us to want to do that. Um mm. and I love that. I love the I love trying anyway. <laughs> yeah. I love trying to to go after things, but I, if it also like highlights that Three, four weeks in, I've already failed. I've already stopped doing that thing. My Bible reading plan has gone to somewhere in a handbasket. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. I'm I'm not doing it anymore. Um, have you made any? Uh, do you or have any of those? Because obviously, we all think about like doing a better job with health, but when it comes to your spiritual journey with the Lord, did you sense Him saying anything this year? For you like hey let's do this in 2024
1: well um yeah i don't think i've like been able to articulate it well yet but it, it was it first started out with the the concept of facing certain things that i've been kind of pushing off like let's just say writing Mm -hmm. You know, and, and like, it wasn't so much the resolutions in the fact of writing, but it's more in the fact of facing my fear fear or or certain things that are tethered to the why I don't. Um, and so I I think in a lot of ways it's being summarized more in that first John four, like allowing his perfect love to drive out fear in other areas. Mm -hmm. And just like, I think there was a sense of like, okay, I'm 43, um, potentially lived more than half my life. I don't know. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you just kind of get there and you just go, okay, this isn't a game. What am I going to do? You know, like there's like, there was a sense of like seriousness and like no more time to pretend or to use that as an excuse. And so trying to, I don't know, have some of the courage to move into that has been a little bit in there. And, um, all wrapped up into that, too, is kind of like what um, I don't remember which passage it is. Oh, it's the revelation, do what you did at first, you know, like. And, and so there was, I was reflecting on my earlier days, like when I was a new believer and going after the Lord and just like re, re uh, um, discovering some of those yeah. disciplines and passions and things like that. You yeah, know, because I feel like I became a little too professional, mm-hmm. so it's just like I, I want to be less professional, more disciple.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is like I, I, you were saying, rediscovering. I like also that word, um, rekindling. Like, like just this place of God starting to burn in us. This, um, yeah, a, a fire that is like kind of just receiving that oxygen from the Spirit to. Just move forward. I I have I've always done the new journal, new reading plan. Excited, um, you know. And I've done the um, what is it? The one from Nikki Gumbel, Bible in one mm-hmm. year. Um, I've done the Bible project, Bible in one year. And this year, I'm not doing the Bible in one year. I've decided, like, <laughs> because it's been good. But one of the things I found was. The goal became doing the Bible in one year and not spending yeah. time with Jesus. And so then I would mm. get to this day that had like so much reading and I'm just trying to get it done. I'm not even thinking about Jesus. I'm like, I got to get these dots checked off so that I can, because, you know, now in you do the, in the Bible app and it tells you, yeah. you're, two da- you're two days behind. <laughs> you're yeah, two days behind, no, like... Brandon, in your walk with Jesus. That's how I felt. Rather than Lord, I get to be with you, and so this year I've I, I've heard, I feel like I've heard from Jesus less, less scripture, but more quality time with Him and slow it down, you know. And so then I've 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 I was told in the church Sunday I subscribed to the Bible Project for the whole year. They're just going to focus on the Sermon on the Mount. That's it. Mm. And so they're doing playlists every week um, that are simple and podcasts, but it's like one year on the Sermon on the Mount. I was like, wow. And so I mm. signed up for that um, using that Lectio 365 app. I've sent you a couple of things from that. I yeah. really. Yeah. It, it takes 10, 15 minutes, but there's a part at the beginning of it where it says, um, take a deep breath and release the anxieties and center your heart and mind on the presence of God. And I do that and I'm like, whoa, this is Mm -hmm. kind of work. It's kind of working. And I found myself a little more excited to have that time because I know there's not going to be this massive amount of scripture to get through. There's going to be a few verses that, and so that's, that's kind of a new thing for me, which I'm excited about because it doesn't feel like it's one of those that I'll be like, gosh, I'm so tired of this and I want to quit. It's, Lord, I'm excited about hanging out with you. And
1: I know it's, it's not this
0: massive burden to get through the reading.
1: Yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. Very. And I understood. And, and to not allow people to freak out when you say less scripture, you know, that doesn't mean it's yeah. not going to be in scripture. Just got you back there. And a lot of yes. it's hidden in your heart, you know, and the Lord pulls it up, but I, I get it. I was just talking to a group of guys um, that I meet with on Thursday nights, and we were just talking about that. And they're like, you know, what, what's your spiritual plan for 2024? And, you know, some are like, well, I'm going to try to do the Bible in a year. And some are like, well, you know, what does that look like? How much do I need to read? Do I need to read a chapter or two or three? Mm-hmm. Like what, you know, and I and I, and I was just like, man. Oh. <laughs> Like, it's more <laughs> like, like for me, like it was kind of the same thing. This is why I could never do those reading plans is because mm-hmm. the anxiety of missing a day, yeah, like it just completely ruins it, you, you know? And I'm just sitting there like, oh, I got to catch up now. I just got to speed read and now I'm skimming, you know, and just like, yeah. there's no quality. So I, I'm just like, you know what? what I do now and what I'm going to try to do is just read till something stirs me and stop. And then mm-hmm. write, reflect, pray through, chew on, yep. you know, instead of feeling a need to get a co- quantity, you know, it's yeah. like, no, let's, let's, let's choose quality on that. Are you familiar with the term?
0: You've maybe heard it out there. It's kind of used a lot in podcasts, a deep dive, doing a deep dive on something. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like I've, I've heard that on different podcasts, we're going to do a deep dive in this topic or this thing. And so then you listen and it's like, wow, this person is, first of all, really good um, at talking about these things and teaching. But it's there's part of me that's like, I want to do a deep dive on whatever, you know, Ephesians or yeah. the book of James or just the, you know, Sermon on the Mount or the justice of God or Prayer, like I know this past year with you, listening to you and the things you guys have done kind of stirred me. We'd started some stuff, but it stirred me a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, I want to I wanna go deeper in that. Not in an intellectual, I want to say, I have learned everything, but just those promptings from the Lord that says, Let's go together, like kind of this journey, this exciting journey. Do you remember that song we used to do um when we did when we did ministry in the same building? Um Uh, it was the combo of come away with me. Um, It's never too late. It's not too late. It's not too late for you. I have a plan for you. It's going to be wild. It's going to be great. It's going to be full of me. Um, That song kind of came to my mind thinking about just this invitation from the Lord to just this year go with him. And then this morning uh, or this week in the Lectio 365 is talking about, Rewilding the character of God. Uh, mm-hmm. And in yeah. other words, let him be the wild wonder that he is. And so you know that psalm that says the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars, shakes yeah. you know, the wilderness, and then causes the deer to give birth, <laughs> which just I don't know why makes me laugh a little bit. The deer's yeah. like, Whoa, oh shoot, I just gave birth. <laughs> it's too soon, Lord. You know, but your voice just scared me. Um yeah. But I also it, the guy pointed out, um, I think it's it's his name, Pete Gregg is the 24-7 prayer guy who is behind that Lectio 365 movement. He said, um, it's also God saying that his wildness, his, you know, we want to contain, he's, we want to contain him. We want him to be nice civilized God but he said that is us making an idol that's that passage in Isaiah where we've crafted this God he says he's really yeah. wild and he's powerful and but and then that wildness and in that power he causes something new to happen to actually give birth to something new um so it's just kind of it's I don't know it's cool to think about
1: yeah yeah like for me, it's actually been the opposite where it's like the wild, like almost speaks of like his intentional activity of what he's doing. Okay. I feel like oddly enough, see if I can articulate this. It's like the, I'm uh, like what I'm feeling, like what I need to learn is the, I, mean, I was just reading this from an author. I can't remember his name, but it was like talking about the passivity of God. Mm-hmm. And I found that really interesting in, in what he was, what they were saying at, I can't remember the name. I, I just wrote it down. I don't know where I wrote it, but it was just like how Jesus gave his life in one way through his activity, but he gave his death for us through his passivity. And so, like, I was just thinking about that because what they were just saying is something like the pastor was saying, it's fascinating, isn't it, that the Roman guard at the cross didn't notice anything about Jesus until he died on the cross in his passivity. Wow where there wasn't mm-hmm. an intentional act of power, but allowing things to come. And yes, and so it, he was just talking about like how oftentimes when we pray, we're like, God, why don't you do God? Where are you? Why aren't you doing this? And it's just like, what if God, part of God's gift here is his restraint hmm. <laughs> and that he's not like passive in the sense of like lazy passive, but just going, I'm going to yeah. let you, I'm here, you know, and like waiting for that moment. And yeah, but The, within that though, like specifically I was sharing this with my staff yesterday was going the, the part that I've been feeling personally challenged going into 2024 is, you know, Jesus walking on the water, you know, the storm raging disciples Mm -hmm. in the boat. And it's that one gospel account where it says, and Jesus intended to pass them by, which I find absolutely hilarious. It's like, Hey, if he ain't going to recognize me or call me in, Hey, that's on you. You know, Mm -hmm. and it was like, what hit me was like, would I, do I see Jesus even in the storm? Like he's just walking, you know, and he, he'll walk by, he's there. And like, will I recognize him there? And then will I actually have the faith to say, if that's you, I want to come where you are instead of saying, Hey, you come where I am, Hmm. you know? And like, so like, that's something I'm kind of like wrestling with. It's like, okay, he's. Out there, but my tendency is to be like, get in the boat here, Jesus, where <laughs> Jesus might be like, come on, how about you come to me, yeah. here in the midst of this storm, like I got something yeah. to show you, and then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll calm things down, but come on, let's try this, you know, so I'm just kind of going, okay, okay, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of facing I love things. But
0: I, you, you reminded me, Lisa sent me a quote yesterday and it's from Corey ten Boom. Um, and it speaks right to what you're saying about the storm in order to realize the worth of the anchor, we need to feel the stress of the storm. And it's like, you won't, Mm. you won't know that he is a strong anchor unless the storm is allowed to do its thing, which in our mind is like, well, Lord, why would you allow this hard thing? Um but i do that's that's so cool you remember the active and passive obedience um, cuz i've been i've been slogging through my paper for ordination and that part i just was on that part of you know his mm-hmm. active obedience was keeping the law perfectly living the perfect life his passive obedience is allowing himself to be killed and yeah. allowing them to wrongly accuse him and to but i also i kind of this idea of new years in we feel you know you said you're 43 I'm 51 almost 52 so we feel we feel the weight of that clock ticking and so we have an eternal god who is not bound by time who in his passivity decided to be bound and affected by time. Like he felt gravity. He, he got tired. He had to allow, like, I just, I think
1: that is, there's such a mystery there. That's really beautiful. Yeah. And thinking I about had how a random worked. thought, total yeah. random thought last night, actually, as you're talking about that, did Jesus ever get the flu? And if he did, did he totally. heal himself? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I think there were, I mean, I all think right, there were times right. when, yeah, he stubbed his toe and it just was like, it took as long as it took for It takes for us. To heal. Like it, it had to be. Yeah. I mean, think about the, he, he had to, there was no like supernatural walking around. Like there are yeah. those, you know, those, uh, gospels, like gospel Thomas is, is a weird one, but there are other ones that talk about Jesus yeah. picking up a dead bird as a kid. And oh being yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blowing on it and yeah. oh it's
1: alive La. you know you know never, it's like how sometimes we pray for god to heal us or ourselves like hey lord yeah. would, you know would you heal this thing? do you think he did that
0: <laughs> like, i mean we don't have know? evidence
1: that he did i know i know i'm just i'm being I'm yeah. being silly
0: but i was like Man. but his his i would say the one thing that did seem to come through when he was before he was in active ministry was his his wisdom And his, Mm -hmm. obviously his obedience and his perfection and the way he did things. But as far as like the clock ticking on his life and him hitting his head and, I mean, just like all that kind of stuff. Like, are you, are you okay? Like, (laughs) just imagine him like bumping his head, big old bruise or a laceration or something. Um, Yeah. I mean, if he can be scarred when he's on the cross, he can be scarred beforehand from something else that happens to him. Yeah, it is so, yeah. it is encouraging to think about mm-hmm. that as we kind of a, a, approach a new year and i i think a lot about time wasted or time mm-hmm. passed that i can't get back there's this moment in the movie interstellar where you know the basic plot of the movie, which kind of is in the trailer, so this won't give it away if you want to watch it, but is that the Earth has problems. (laughs) Food is running out, and they've got to go check out other um, solar systems to see if there's a viable planet for life. Um, So there's black holes and all kinds of stuff, but the black hole part is actually a key part because – There's a, you know, and this is Einstein theory of special relativity of the way time works uh, in space and in black holes. And I was, you know, sorry to anybody that's listening that is actually smart. (laughs) This idea that when he, they travel near the singularity, when they go down for, I think it's like a minute, it will be seven years on earth. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I remember. And so they go down and I think it's when they there's all these problems that happen and when he gets back up it's been like 30 years on earth even though it's only been like 20 minutes down on the and so he comes back to the ship with this video messages from 30 years or so it's 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 an mm-hmm. insane amount of time and and you know, maybe it's less than that but either way it's enough to where he feels like cuz and the reason he doesn't want to do it in the first place is because he wants to get back to his kids he wants mm-hmm. to get back to life and then So gets back and starts watching these videos Um, and he just balls because it goes from, Hey dad, I met this girl today at high school to he's married, he's got kids, she's grown up, the daughter, and then eventually where they're like, Hey dad, we don't even think you're getting these messages anymore. So we're going to stop sending them. And he's Mm. like sobbing. He's sobbing because of all that he's missed. And I remembered, Watching that and just feeling this Lord, what have I missed? Or what might I miss by the way I live my life this next day or year? And so I feel that, I feel that weight uh, as I think about, you know, time passing and our kids growing up. And at the same time, I hear Jesus saying, I make all things new. Mm -hmm. And how do you? I don't know. When you think about the past and you think about time and you know growing old and all these things, like how do you think we're supposed to engage with Jesus saying something like "I make all things new"? <laughs> when we're feeling,
1: it sure feels like everything's getting old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I there has to be eternity in mind in that mm-hmm. thought, without a doubt. But it's. I think a lot of times all things new is just like allowing him to bring in what is good and right in these moments, being a good God in in those things. And that's always so much of recapturing what could have been, you know, and that's part of like, he makes all things good to those who love him too. I think Mm -hmm. just the notion of redemption and restoration and all that kind of stuff is just a beautiful aspect of, of that, you know, but it, it, it is like, that's a thing that haunts me. It's like, there was a few days ago where I was just thinking, I was like, Oh my gosh, how much time have I wasted watching blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, good night. Like, and, and that's part of that urgency of like, I don't want to, I don't want to find myself living in the future saying, what if, you know yeah. I'm saying? Like, gosh, I wish I would have. And so it's, it part, I think part of it is like trusting that there's still good, are things and opportunities sitting there that the Lord will bring up that you may have missed before. And yeah, but it's a, that's a tough thing to think through outside of like, I don't know, I just trust him that he can do it, you know, it's just like, and he will do it in his time and his way. And my job is to perceive and to look and to be on my toes. And, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and also just the, um, I also think about his love for us, um, isn't based on the passage of time, or how we will do in 2024, that his, mm. he, you know, he for the joy set before him, um, and even for the deep dark sin set before him of all of humanity in all of time, he endured the cross and despising its shame. And I think about, I think about those days when I have like, let's say you have a really good day, like yesterday was a really good day. I got up early. I wrote, I had time with the Lord. It's very productive at work. Today I slept in, (laughs) even though I wanted to get up early. And I was like, you're starting late. And I'm like, I now don't even have time to hang out with the Lord the way I want to, because I got to go to this meeting and I'm behind. And so on yesterday, I would feel like he really cares about me today. He's so proud of me today. Mm -hmm. And then today I would think he's like, you can do better.
1: And, yeah, and, You know, you yeah, could yeah. do
0: better, Chad. And it's so important to look to scripture to know, no, that is not how it works. God sees me past, present, future, and says, I have set my love upon you. It's eternal. Mm-hmm. It cannot be changed. So I, I know that there's something for me to do, or maybe just to accept in understanding how he works through time. Um, but it's it just definitely messes with me <laughs> when I think yeah, about yeah, yeah. this new year and how I want, I want I'm with you. Like I, I mean, how many times do we get where it's like, gosh, I, I, I watched that. I watched an episode too many, maybe too, too many of this show. And I, what I really many. wanted to do in my mind, I was going to be reading. I was going to be reading yeah. and, and moving forward and saying how many books I completed this year. And, and yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> 200, I completed 200 episodes of, Oh shoot. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. There's a Psalm, uh, not a song. That's probably from, a goal we actually achieve without even we realizing can. it. We can do it. Y'all listen, that are listening. We all t- collectively can say, I have goals to binge 200 <laughs> episodes <laughs> and I already beat it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so close and it's only January. No, um, So there's a verse, uh, Isaiah 43, probably familiar to most as we think about 2024. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. And I love this. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Focused in on this verse also in my Lectio 365 app, but it was kind of profound because it was helpful when I would read that before and hear God asking me, don't you see it? It's mm-hmm. almost like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why don't you see? I'm going to do something new. Forget about that. Forget about the past. And he, this guy said, actually, it's almost a little bit of a prophetic question where God is a little bit giddy and joyful saying, oh man, you just wait. I'm do. I'm actually giving you the ability to see it, even as I ask you, "Do you see it? Do you mm-hmm. see the new thing?" Um, and so, I'm. It, I, I would say I'm probably in a really hopeful place of God's ability to kind of be let loose as a wild and wonderful God to do, you know, great things this year, and me not feeling so much pressure. There's a little bit, but not so much pressure to be the one who's keeping the resolution knowing that he's he's resolved to uh to love me no matter what in this thing
1: yeah yeah that's a really sweet way of saying it well well what else 2024 2024
0: 2024 i hear my dog i don't have anything else to say (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's a good that's a good first start. It's a good hopeful um way for us to begin the year and to be trusting Jesus together. Yeah. And we've we've told you guys, um, as we've this is episode seventeen of Unfinished People and we've said that we sense God's work in our lives, but we also sense so much the places that we want Him to work that maybe we are not seeing that progress and I got plenty of them for 2024 to bring to the table. Um, And I, am confident of him, not so much of me, but I'm confident of him to do those things. And yeah. um, Yeah. So, yep. 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 Well, thanks for joining us for episode 17 of unfinished people. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks.